All right, so this is Hex Files. I'm Josh. And I'm Tamara. And uh, welcome back. We <laughs> um, are going to re-record the Tokolosh because if you saw our Instagram stories, we made a drink that your friend came up with. Yes. Uh, called RBG in honor of RBG, um, which is all, it's been like a little over a week now. Yeah. God, it feels like it's been forever. <laughs> it does. Well, it's a long time to have your liberties dangling by a thread. Yes. But, um, so it was raspberry, basil, and gin. Yes. Um, to, to us, that's a very good combination. Uh, sounds great. Got all the stuff. Best raspberries, like, ever. Yeah, they were they so were good. Perfect. And the instructions from, like, a professional would be, you know, the egg white to get the, like, creaminess kind of froth going. Um, you, you dry shake it with the egg white. And what did we add? Lemon juice. It's, like, it's very simple. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. And then you wet shake it with the ice. And we, God, we drank it. And we were getting, like, halfway through the episode and, like... Both of us are just kind of looking at each other like, I'm not feeling great. <laughs> like our stomachs were hurting. Um, and so we were like, well, this is not. Trying I'm, to soldier through. Yeah. And it just, we so we lost our buzz. Our stomachs were hurting. It was just, but then we started hearing noises and stuff. So I'm blaming the Tokolosh. Yes. Uh, we definitely summoned a Tokolosh. I think we summoned one. Um, and it was moving stuff in the kitchen. <laughs> um, and, but anyway, that's why. Um, we're drinking gin and tonics. Yeah. But we're still in spirit. Because it's like, oh, it's a strong drink. It's basically like a just gin with some herbs and <laughs> fruit in it. Which and, sounds delicious. And egg whites. But I think what happened was, um, to put it just, what, technically, we fucked it up. Yes. We didn't we do, we didn't shake it probably hard enough. We were like drinking egg whites um, That's where we fucked up, drinking raw egg whites. Yeah, I feel like, but they were free range. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, but we appreciate the recipe. We'll still put it up. Uh, somebody just do better than us. Yeah, somebody who knows what they're doing. Yeah, um, they're probably laughing at us. <laughs> but the idea is it's small and strong. Yes. So uh, very clever, very good ingredients, poor execution on our part. And I thought I was a professional drinker. I'm a professional drinker. I'm not a little bartender. Whoops. That being said, we do want to um, start with an announcement because I do want to read the Patreon shoutouts. Um, in the future, probably going to start next year just to get everything in line because working on a merch store for both podcasts, working on new Patreon tiers. Um, so I think... We'll do, for right now, we'll do shout-outs on both shows, or I'll do shout-outs on Cursed. We'll do them here. Um, so, but in the future, that might just become once a month on each show. We'll see. Um, because we're getting a lot of Patreons. That's a good problem to have. But um, we really appreciate your support, so we do want to shout you out. But hopefully there'll be some cool tiers. We want to do, like, a, every six months, if you're at a certain level and you are at that level for six months, we'll give a box of like goodies that we find on our travels, whether that's bones, graveyard dirt, um, handmade stuff, uh, <laughs> pieces of tokolosh fat. Yeah. 
Yes. From yeah. I hear that you can get that in places. <laughs> um, so it will teach you how to make a tokoloshi. We'll send you everything you need. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a great kit. Yeah, a, a, every six months you'll get uh, like <laughs> how to how to do something, and this one will be how to make your tokoloshi. No, um, so anyway, look for that. Um, but starting out, we've got the Haints. Um, we got Corey and Lane, a New World Witchery. Joanne, Melissa D, Chris of Pagan Ironworks. Ashley C, Amanda F, Tori, Mary, Allison, Aura, Shannon, Alex, Ashley M, Liz, and Amanda of Bellfire Apothecary. And for our poltergeist, we have Rachel the Pickety Witch, Temple, Luna, Starfriend, Heather, Abiel, Jessica, Tiffany, Stephen, Zach, The Church Grim, Lilith, Stephanie, Emily, Jen, and Nessie. And then we have our Phalian Brett, yeah. who pays such a weird amount to trick us into whatever that we just had to. You, you give accepted her. it. I did. I didn't give her my name yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't taken that from me. But so you've heard us mention the name and the word Tokolosh probably a dozen times now, and you're probably thinking like, "What the fuck is a Tokolosh?" Yeah, because they're not native to these parts. You heard that, right? I do. Okay. Okay, that's not normal sounds for this apartment. Um, <laughs> so a tokolosh is um, a part of the Zulu religion. Um, it's tied to um, South African beliefs of... And this is where it gets iffy, because there's a couple descriptions of the tokolosh that change. But think... Some say it's like a water elf goblin sprite. Um, delicious. Right. Light and refreshing. <laughs> Fizzy. And then some people say it is a almost like a witch's familiar um, companion, assistant. Other people say it's like this. Uh, it's made from, which I'll, I'll describe on how you make it, but like um, a shaman slash what they would call like doing dark black magic kind of witch doctor thing to they would make them to go after people that wronged them so there's like this idea that they're mischievous they are everything from oh tokolosh like sounds like moved my keys to tokolosh murdered my neighbor <laughs> to sexual assault yeah. Tokolosh is messy. Tokolosh, what you said in the first one seems right, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, because first we want to start with the idea that it, um, I think the most common is like it's a goblin and it's physical, but it can be invisible most of the time. Mm -hmm. um, some of the tales say that you can't see it unless you're a child, um, which opens up a whole other box of like, uncomfortableness um and that adults can't see it but they said that a tokolosh can become invisible if it um swallows a special stone hmm. or drinks like river water or something i would like to have one of those stones or tin to be invisible yes well if you swallow it and it never comes out you're always invisible perfect then some say that the only person that can see it is the person that created it i.e the witch and of course being a witch myself, I understand that the term witch in this is most likely 
not our idea of one. It's probably more of a derogatory, fearful. Oh, yeah, like a bad person. Yes. But they're shamans, but then there's also the, um, God, I forget their name because I don't have it with me. Um, they can kind of help get rid of them, almost like a priest right. would get, like an exorcism. So basically the idea is you want to prop your bed up because apparently they can't get to you if you're high off the ground. They can't climb. They can't jump, I guess. Um, Do you have to be physically high or can you be chemically high to stay? Physically. Okay. I feel like if you're chemically high, you're going to have more tokolosh problems. Probably. <laughs> um, it's also known as tokoloshi or tikolosh. Hmm. Oh, that sounds so cute. Tickle-ish. Yeah, it has <laughs> tikolmilosh. Um, hmm. Again... We'll get into the abuse and murder and sexual assault part of it. But yes, the name kind of sounds cute. Um, He's probably about three feet tall. Um, Some reports were talking about it. Some lore says it's more like a little Bigfoot type thing. But it likes curdled sour milk. Um, I think that's the only thing it likes. And vengeance. Wow. (laughs) So he likes um, oh, yogurt and, and revenge. fucking. I mean, I feel like I got some things in common with this tokolosh. No, you, well, wait, because it's going to get worse. And then you're going to regret that you ever said that. So these um, supposed witch doctors, to make one, you would get a body. It didn't say if you had to kill them or find them, but you get a body. And I just had Corian for Cursed. That's coming later this month. We talk about corpse magic, and I might even mentioned a tokolosher. Maybe he did. But anyway, that's corpse magic. But um, the idea was you take a hot poker, a hot iron rod, and stick it through their forehead. So a lot of pictures you'll see, they have a hole. Um, some of the descriptions say that their eyes have to be gouged out. Hmm. Uh, I don't know what the lore behind that would be. Is that something like if you take the corpse's eyes that it becomes your like you become its master and it'll do what you say that makes sense you take its free will or something you take its ability to be individual i mean a hot poker in the forehead into the brain sounds like a good way yeah to establish that you're controlling this thing but um other well it says it shrinks like the corpse shrinks after they they do this special ritual with powders and stuff, and the corpse shrinks, the hot poker in the head, the eyes gouged out, and you've got yourself a tokolosh. It's got gray skin. It's almost... So you're talking about something that could be described as a zombie, uh, a spirit, a demon, a goblin, a cryptid. It's all over the place. It's really a multitasker. Yes. He's busy. Yeah. They're all busy. Um, and then like people, I think to this day still are very, um, I mean, it's been around for a while, but people are still like, this is still in the news and I've got some articles, uh, and a super special one we'll read for Patreon when we're like fucking shit faced. Um, Togolov just made me do it. <laughs> Cause we have one now apparently. Yeah. Um, so if you Google Togolosh, um, among the corpse-like pictures with the iron rod hole in its head and its eyes gouged out and goblin-y and big ears and blah, blah, blah. 
You're also going to find pictures of them with big old erections. They say that the Tokolosh has a big penis, and he throws it over his shoulder. I mean, I don't know what else you do with it. <laughs> right, you're like three you gotta feet get tall. <laughs> you got to put it somewhere, um, and that's the problem: is the Tokolosh puts it places that he shouldn't be putting it. And there's a lot of pictures with full-on hard-ons, fucking just, ta-da! Just proud as it can be. Yeah. Um, it's bigger than the Tokolosh is. Get Furky Go. So. I can do a podcast. You can't do no podcast. Um, so you're not even our, you're not even a good producer. Um, <laughs> you're supposed to keep us from making issues. You're causing them. Um, unless you're a Tokolosh. So, um, basically people say that there's certain areas the Tokolosh likes to go, um, we originally watched a, I'd seen a Destination Truth with Josh Gates. Um, he's my friend um, from my couch. Just like I'm some of your people's friend. Yeah. Duh. And we're your friends, even though we're not. We are your friends. We're just, yeah. But I mean, you know, you watch them and you get, you feel like you know them and they don't even know you exist. But we know you exist because we're. We just read your names. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. They, um, there was like a, a little village area where they said that there was a building that somebody had reported the Tokolosh being in causing mischief and like they avoid it. They wouldn't talk about it. It's kind of like a skinwalker in a way where if you say its name, you ask, you're asking for it, which is why I feel like we might have one now. Yes. <laughs> um, it's a strange coincidence. Right. So, um... Again, the Tokolosh is kind of blamed for a little bit of everything. Um, but in that Destination Truth, they put out, like, curdled milk. And there was a bottle that moved and, like, stayed on its edge. It was really weird. Really creepy. There was, like, 30 bottles of sour milk. Curdled milk. In the abandoned building that they had to leave? Yes. Because of the Tokolosh? Um, and they said it, like, lived by the river. And then some people said you couldn't see it. So what they didn't really get into was... Like the darker side, I guess, of the Tokolosh, which we are all familiar with mischievous goblins and elf-type critters of lore. However, this one um, has a darker side where um, it's killing people. So the idea is that this Tokolosh would climb up in your bed and straddle you and, like, choke you to death. Um People say they fought off. And to me, it can, can it kind of gets in the realm of, like, hag riding. Yeah, like a sleep paralysis. Yeah. Um, so the idea is put your... They say to this day, people still use... Put their beds on bricks to avoid the Tokolosh. So this is not, like, a legend that nobody talks about anymore. This is very actively happening. Um, but they say, like, okay, well, if your neighbor wronged you, you could send off a Tokolosh to go um seek your vengeance or if somebody wronged you you would make the um tokolosh and oh my god okay well that was floki um fucking with shit that she's never fucked with before but it's like oh i'm recording i'm helping yes um let me chew these cords um so what what you had said in our previous recording and um 
it's funny, I, when I was reading a little bit more about it to refresh my memory, somebody else used that word too. And that word was... Scapegoat. Yeah. So a tokolosh sounds a lot like a scapegoat to me. A scapegoat sounds like something way better than it really is. It seems like a goat that you can ride away on to escape. <laughs> um, the escape goat. Right. Which is not to be confused with the less fun scapegoat. Right. Um, unless you need a scapegoat, then they're handy. What about the vegetables called scapes? They're vegetables called scapes? Yeah. I think they're garlic tops. So it's a goat that eats scapes? Yeah. A scapegoat? Yes. Um,. But, um, <laughs> goats aside, I don't think it kills goats. It's not like a chupacabra. Uh, but it's basically like, okay, this person, and with kids getting into trouble, or kids being harmed, or abuse, or sexual assault, or murder, like, the tokolosh is covering all of it. Um, like a scapegoat would. <laughs> yeah, he's got your back. You need to do some dirty shit. And I guess, like, he's in, like, popular culture, apparently. There's some movies and stuff. But <clears throat> what I want to get into is a couple articles. Um, I'm trying to remember which one I want to save for Patreon. I think it's that one. Um, so this one, we'll start, we'll start with a serious one. Um... This is from the IOL.co.za daily news area. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's titled, A Tokolosh Killed My Wife. Convicted Phoenix Triple Murderer Tells Court. This was last October. Wow. So it's fitting. I did not find this one the first recording, so I just happened. Yeah. But Um, this is Phoenix, Arizona? I don't know yet. I I didn't read it yet. Um, this one I didn't read yet. I just found it because I was like, so it could be awful. Um, Durbin, the state has revealed shocking allegations about the mysterious death of convicted triple killer Colin Pillay's wife, who died of an apparent suicide during mitigation of sentence for the murders of Jane Govindazame and her daughters, Denisha and Nikita. Pillay told the Durbin High Court that he is widowed and his wife died 15 years ago of suicide. However, under cross-examination, the senior state advocate, Cheryl Naidu, grilled him on circumstances of his wife's death. He revealed that his wife had committed suicide because somebody had used black magic on her. Naidu asked him if he was a suspect in his wife's murder, or if there were any suspects or investigations into her death. He said there were no investigations because she had taken her own life. She was killed by a tokolosh. Someone had done black magic on her. My daughters are sitting here in court. They can tell you that my wife committed suicide, said Pillay. On Thursday, Pillay was convicted of the triple murder of his married girlfriend and her two daughters. He asked the court for a lenient sentence so that he could take care of his children. Yeah, because they are really going to be like, well, you know what? They do need you to take care of them um, since you've murdered three people and probably your wife, too. Um, So Pillay, 47, a tow truck driver, was found guilty on the murder of his girlfriend, Jane Govindazme. Dazme? And her daughters, Denisha and Nikita. Their bodies were discovered inside their Phoenix home by her husband and father of her daughters, Sagreen Gavandazmi. I'm really not sure how to say that name. <laughs> That's a lot of letters. Yes. Pillay had revealed that 
during the trial, he knew that Jane was married and that she stayed with her husband and daughters. Blay took the witness stand in mitigation of sentence and told the court that he's a father of four children, of which three of them lost their mother many years ago. I asked the court to give me a lenient sentence so that I can sort out a place for my children to stay. Since my arrest, they have been staying with family, friends, and was not sure how long the family friends are going to take care of them, he pleaded with the court. He said his eldest son was now staying in a car in his friend's yard because he did not have a place to stay, which is unfortunate. However, I still feel like it's a better place than this motherfucker who's killing people. Yes. So that one, like I said, just kind of mentioned the Tokolosh. It, it said Phoenix. I'm not sure. And it's mentioned the state, so I would imagine it was yeah. stateside. Um, and then uh, the other one I have here is from, wow, the Daily Sun. And this is February 4th, 2015. Uh, and it is, <laughs> its headline is, Rodrigue, it sucks my four to five blank, then I need to be satisfied. Front page lead. Okay. Rodrigue says the Tokolosh comes to his bed in the middle of the night to torment him. Sometimes it's a lizard who scratches him. I forgot about the lizard. Oh, man, this guy's weird. But mostly she's a short, beautiful woman who sucks his four to five dot dot dot. But there is no happy ending. His four to five what? Like, toes? (laughs) <laughs> that's such a strange way to censor an yeah. article yeah like you can say penis it's not a bad word do you mean four to five inches i guess well it doesn't stop there she leaves him desperately horny and looking for ladies of the night yes there's a word but i'm not going to say it because it's derogatory um rodrique clazen 31 said the last few years have been hell the Tokoloch leaves him so horny that he has to leave his bed in the middle of the night and go search of ladies of the night. I don't even know if that's be- that's better, but I don't know if that's... At least it's ladies. Probably working girls. How about girls? Girls. Women? But I don't know, like I said, I mean, this... Pros? Prostitutes, is, I think prostitutes? is... Prostitutes? Yeah. Yeah. This is, I mean, this is what it, what it means. It's just a slang term, I think, for like it. Like a real mean way to say it? Yes. Um, it's only after the third that I find enough peace to go home to rest, he said. He said at first he enjoyed the woman, but now he believes he has become a sex slave. Some months I I have to pay as many as 50 women to help me, he said. With fear and exhaustion reflected in his eyes. Oh, God, I feel so bad for him. Oh, no. He told Daily Sun, but often the Tokolosh appears as a lizard. It scratches me all night, leaving me in pain, and won't let me sleep. How do we know that it's not just a sex addict who's got a lizard problem? I just, I would put my money on that. It sounds exactly like what it is. Yeah. Um, Because I gotta be honest, I have not seen anywhere else that this was described as a lizard. (laughs) Except for this guy. He's got his own special version. Right. Um... Rodrique, who lives with his parents at their house in El Dorado Park near Joburg, said he told his family about his ordeal and they advised him to turn to prayer. But it doesn't help him. Surprise. What? Are you serious? (laughs) The Tokolosh comes back to torture me, he said. I have nowhere to hide. He also has no money, no job, and no girlfriend. He is forever looking for money to pay for his sex habit. 
I really want a girlfriend, but the Tokolosh won't allow it. The Tokolosh does something that makes the women think I am evil, and they leave me, he said. Is it the Tokolosh? Or are you a, just a creep? Are you just a douchebag? Like a sex addict creepy? Right. Guy? And I mean, you know, if you're... At least you're giving him money, I guess, but... Still. Uh, he's still I feel like you're just... economy. Yeah. And his four to five dot, dot, dot. And not that there's anything wrong with a sex addiction, but you... Right. I don't know. There is something wrong with riding a scapegoat away to pretend like it's not real. Don't bring a scapegoats into this. No. They don't deserve it. They're sweet. Have you seen an escape goat? So we've got... They just want to help you. So we've got a scapegoat, which means nothing related to goats. We have an escape goat, which is a cute goat that helps you escape. Uh Um, And then we have a scapegoat, which likes garlic tops. Right. Which scapegoat is your favorite? (laughs) Um, (laughs) BuzzFeed quiz quiz. and figure out which scapegoat you are. Yeah, which scapegoat are you? Uh, do you like tea or coffee? <laughs> um, God, where did I go? Um, okay. It gets worse. This fucking lizard, man. Is this like the Geico, like, lizard just like talking and keeping him up? Or... Just really wants to give him car insurance. Right. And the um, four to five. Yeah. Four to five percent off, like, you know, four to five hundred savings a year from your old policy. <laughs> um he wasn't clear on the dot, dot, dot. Uh, okay. <laughs> Rodrique is pleading for help. He hopes there is somebody in Sunland who can help him to get rid of the beautiful beast and the ugly lizard that is destroying his life. So the Tokolosh appears as a beautiful short woman, but it's an ugly lizard. I feel like I can appear both ways as well. <laughs> you have this is my lizard form. <laughs> um uh Sangoma. Oh, those that's the word. Sangoma is like a shaman. Oh. Yes. Um and Dumezwini Mahabuk, which I may have fucked that up What'd around. You call me? Um said the problem lies with his parents' house. Yep, you heard it right. I, I know you probably didn't think this was going this way but he lives at home are you kidding he lives with his parents um the tokolosh was created in the yard to destroy him and make sure that he never gets into a stable relationship with a woman this sounds like a scapegoat to me the tokolosh is doing its job and i'm not the irony isn't lost on me that on this page right now there's a picture of like trump Hmm. and we're talking about scapegoats and lying and We've lying been getting liars. for four years now. Right. I guess he's back at the fucking White House, but so close. You know, there's complications that come later, too. Yeah. I've heard. Yes. Um, so he needs to be cleansed by being washed, and the house must be cleansed through special ceremonies. I hope he's washing between his night adventures. That's the only way the Tokolosh will leave him alone, said the Sangoma. And that's it. That's him. He does. He does. He's got an all denim look. Yeah. He appears like he does not have a girlfriend. And this says, I have to poke. What? Living here because he's so horny. Um, Okay. So if you want to hear the other article, um, it is entitled 
entitled. <laughs> it is titled, God, that picture of Trump. <laughs> throwing me off. Um, the, so you go, <laughs> it's not even loading. Um, where did it go? Okay, it's loading. It's loading. This is the title of the fucking article that we'll put on Patreon. Jealous bed-hopping goblin is killing my sex life. So, whereas one is causing a sex problem, this one is killing it. I'm so excited to find out more. Well, you can. In a bonus episode. Oh, will I be there? Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. Unless the Tupelos gets you. You heard that, right? <laughs> oh, my what? God. Okay. So, um, that's our stories. Uh, and we got one more story in the um, thing. But what I wanted to add was, um, so, some think that this lore started out for a good reason. Well, and it's become something now of, like, a catch-all fuckery. Uh, let me make another drink. <laughs> okay, so I have got my two to three dot 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 drink. Yes. Actually, it's my second. And what I was saying was um, they tie this lore back to um, like years and years and years before. I don't know the correct term. Probably decades, century. I don't know. There's a word for it. They didn't tell us how long. <laughs> but so... Um, the people in that area used to do, um, used to live in these, like, maybe I'll find a picture, but it's kind of like a, this little hut house thing. And this was before, obviously, heating and the AC and shit. So they would build a bonfire in the middle of this house. And they would seal these up pretty well because of, you know, insulation and all this. Well, the Tokolo started because people were dying mysteriously in their sleep. Hmm. And they couldn't figure out why. They would wake up and, like, their neighbors or family members, somebody would, they'd be dead. And they would blame the Tokolosh. Um, They're like, there must be some invisible spirit, blah, blah, blah. But they found out if you got off the ground to a certain point, you didn't die. Those people always lived. Or if they were kind of upright. So they thought, well, the tokolosh only gets you if you're real low to the ground or on the ground, and it won't get you up. So the people started putting bricks under their beds and blocks so that they could get off the ground, and the tokolosh never got them. Hmm. However, what they figured out was happening is that these people were unfortunately dying of carbon monoxide that they had no idea existed because it, you know, it, it stays low. I didn't to the ground. That. Yeah, so um, I guess it's uh, denser, so it low it it rides low, <laughs> and like the oxygen, and of course you know the spire's eating up the oxygen too. So yeah. you've got, you know, a buildup of all that. So an oven, you're in an oven, right? But people, some of the articles and stuff I was looking at and um, stories, people were still saying when they stayed and heard about it, like the beds are on bricks or there's like bricks under the mattress to keep it up. Um, so it's like, it's a, it's a thing that stayed, <laughs> stayed around, but I mean, I'm sure it's pretty impactful. If you're up, you live, if you're down, you die. Like, right. It doesn't just get erased quickly. So I'm sure somewhere probably, and this is me 
speculating. I'm sure somewhere like, well, this person um, wronged so-and-so and they probably do magic and this person's dead. But it, it might just become they di they were dying in their sleep and they didn't have a good explanation. So it had to be a spirit because mm -hmm. nobody was seeing it, but people were dying. And then I think the stories of how it's become this scapegoat <laughs> for people is because, you know, it just it's one of those things that people attach to, you know, throughout the years. The Tokolosh didn't really ever have a solid form, I guess, and it didn't really have somewhere to to go so it, it would make sense i guess that people would still i mean i say make sense but people are still attributing it to things that they can't explain kind of as a catch-all term right like or... well little johnny went missing or drowned in the river tokolosh probably got him yeah. um so i don't know but i don't think it's i can understand it it's a very interesting critter if you want to call it that mm -hmm. but you know, the fact that it's used to, to say, like, either... It's almost like you said possession. It's yeah. like they're saying, well, I was possessed. The devil made me do it. The Tokolosh possessed me. Uh, that's why I killed somebody. Or they made me sexually assault this part. Like, yeah. I don't think it's really... <laughs> I'm not saying it's not taken serious, but I don't think it's a valid form of defense no. these days. It shouldn't be. It doesn't sound like this guy got away with killing three people because the Tokolosh made him do it. Well, you can't really indict a Tokolosh, so next best thing. Right. So with that being said, that's it's kind of a shorter episode this week because that's about it on the Tokolosh. I mean, I didn't really... I mean, that's a neat idea. Yeah, and I almost thought about doing like two, but it was kind of like, well, super long. There's a super long cursed coming up this Friday. So, yeah. So, I mean, there's good. But uh, before we go, before we end on this and start reading our drunken article for Patreon, I got to down this one. Our four to five blank blank minute. No, um, <laughs> little plug just to let you guys know what we're doing. Um, coming up, you've probably seen and heard. You're probably sick of it by now. But we are going to be at the... Gather the Witches event, October 24th through 25th of this October. <laughs> um, and it is a Saturday and Sunday, and I really want to make sure that those are the right dates. Yes, 24th and 25th. So um, we're going to, that's put on by Witch With Me, and we're doing a hour-long, well, almost a, a full hour, uh, presentation on a few different stories. Live um, action hex files. Live action hex files, yes. We had so much fun putting it together. I know you've seen pictures already, but um, we're really kind of proud of it. Right? Um, I'm proud of like the first 30 minutes. Oh. <laughs> well, for, <laughs> I mean, you acted like your normal self. <laughs> um, don't, yeah. If you don't know that you're an embarrassing person, don't watch yourself. <laughs> Drink yes. on live. Never, never, never get <laughs> smashed. But, and record yourself. <laughs> but it's fun. We talk about four different stories. Um, some of them are really uh, like staples of like the paranormal um, field. <laughs> like we, we talk about the Betty and Barney Hill abduction. We talk about the Kelly Hopkinsville. Hopkinsville. Always fuck. When I'm drunk. Goblins. Um, 
and we talk about uh, you talk about the Bell Witch. I do. And then there's another story that we throw in there because it's just fucking the best story I've ever heard. Right. Um, so check that out. There's so many other. There's like over like 25 presenters just on the Witch's Layer, which is where you have the full access ticket. The free side, there's so much entertainment. Um, we feature drinks from um, uh, Witchcraft Cocktail uh and which were good yes um and so it was it was a lot of fun but if you want to buy tickets you can they're on our link in the bio for either cursed or hex files um you can get them from there uh you can buy them anywhere but we prefer you use our link and you can also get your free tickets there through the link uh just be warned (laughs) is it a warning or is it a blessing um, that only part of ours will be on the free side. So for the full presentation, you'll have to pay. But like I said, don't buy these tickets for us. Buy it for, like, Christopher Penzak is doing a Wormwood class. Like, what? yes, I'm excited about that. I mean, you've got, just go look. There's so many, there's so many. And they detail, like, their topics and, like, where they are. So I can't wait to watch it. And once you get your ticket, you can see all of them forever. Like they're yours. You <laughs> own them. You own us now. Oh, um, no taxis back. Right. Don't, no, don't gouge out our eyes. Don't put no iron pokers in our heads. <laughs> um, so, oh, that's the other thing about the Tokolosh. It's kind of like a succubus for that guy's story, sounds yeah. like. Um, but anyway, so you can check those tickets out. That's what we're doing the end of this. Um, and yeah, that'll be good. That's episode. That's a special, so it's episode 6.66, and this one's episode 7. I can't wait. I'm going to nerd out so hard. Right. And then, to make matters worse, (laughs) Sunday, at some point, we don't have a time yet, but we'll announce it when we know, uh, Sunday, uh, between Saturday and Sunday, all the presenters on the full access side, the witch's layer side, are going to be doing live Q&As. So, I think they're going to post a schedule about, like, like, say we're at Sunday at 2. I don't know our time yet. But they would say, make sure if you want to talk to the Hex Files fuckers, make sure you check their presentation out before this time on this day. So I think they're going to post a schedule about that so that way you can, like, not only watch, like, some of your favorite witches and pagan authors and um, creators, but you can also ask them questions. Ugh, the shit's so cool. Right. Uh, and you will be there, we'll be there on Sunday. Um so I'm super excited about that. Uh, it's very interactive. Uh, we're going to try to make the Patreon a little bit more interactive uh, for you all. And um, yeah, we're really excited about the future to come. I know we probably talked about some of this in our last episode, but that one we did kind of before we knew all, well, not all the details, but didn't we record that after or before? Doesn't matter. There's a lot of alcohol involved. Yeah, but that's just normal life for us. Um, like I said, Cursed is coming back this Friday, October 9th, um, with, uh, I sat down and interviewed, I say it's an interview, it was definitely like a discussion with Cindy Brennan of Keeping Her Keys. Uh, it was almost two and a half hours long. I'm going to post that. I'm going to cut the questions at the end, but the full video will be on Patreon. Uh, because Cindy recorded it. We did it over Zoom. So you can see the lovely Cindy Brannon uh, and then me looking like a country bumpkin um, <laughs> <laughs> with a bunch of Mothmans behind me. Um, 
which I mean, God, can you think of anything better? But that all that whole thing with the Q and A's at the end will be on Patreon. So check that out. I'll post that probably the week after. You know, give yourself a break. That's like a lot of content. Um, but yeah, that'll be coming up. That's exciting. I sat down with Corey for Cursed. Ugh. Um, you doing crazy stuff. You right. Um, you kind of heard parts of that, and I was nerding out. I fucking love Corey. I love his brain. Um, I can't wait to read his book that I get to at an advance of to like read and do a blurb on. Um, I'm excited. It's it's corpse magic is what we talk about. Uh, and then we got you know some more stuff coming up with hex files. We want to be probably biweekly to <laughs> so we can actually get stuff done. But um, we'll keep the same format that Cursed had in the sense that in the off weeks. What we'll do is you'll have two, you'll have a Hex Files at the beginning of the week, a Cursed at the end of the week for your weekend. Yeah. Oh, which rituals and shit. And then the next week, um, you'll have two bonus content for Patreon mostly. You know, sometimes we might combine stuff. It depends. But um, I definitely want to um, bring you more benefits out of the Patreon um, and make it a little bit more personal. Like I know people like merch and stuff, but um, we want to do more like live you know streams that we want to do like q a's or over discord and stuff and we're still going to work on trying to do that movie night um so yeah there's a lot of fun stuff coming up i'm excited it is fun so if you could um and i know we rambled on but we appreciate you listening if you would leave us and or cursed at the same time if you haven't already uh on itunes apple or wherever you listen uh five star review because we won't accept anything else. Or so help me. So help me. I'll send a tokolosh after you. <laughs> um, right? Correct. Yeah. What is that? Ben I love it. Don't, uh, don't cross me today or any day. So help me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, with a tokolosh. Yes. So uh, leave us a review. We love those. We like to share them. So um, yeah. They really help us. Especially in the beginning. And now. And then this is not... This one's not on Cursed, so you're going to have to fucking listen to us on our own, on your own. Yeah, and for our self-esteem and stuff. Right. And then coming up, I want to do a crossover event with Cursed. Um, I have to talk to that asshole. He's always doing something. Is it you talking to yourself? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's going to be about aliens. There's going to be familiars, but I want to do a crossover with Hex Files where we talk about alien stuff um, for the more like tinfoil hat side of things. Yeah. And then Cursed is going to take like a deep fucking dive into... And this is not going to be settled in one episode, <laughs> but like a deep dive into like aliens and past life and um, maybe like abductions, kind of like more spiritual. Like, can you communicate with them mentally, astral travel, communication with aliens? Like, look out for that because that's going to be great. And I'm excited. Yes. Um, and hopefully they will come abduct, abduct me before then. I hope. But then they're probably going to bring me back. Then you can write a really good field report. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I'm studying to be a MUFON field investigator. If they'll have me. They should be so lucky as to have um, you. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. I got my book. I'm having highlighting. I've been studying. Um, I didn't even study this hard in x-ray school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't. But no. Um, I believe you. Yeah. Um, I really want to do, do right by the aliens and the experiencers. Or witnesses whoever 
Um, so with all that being said, um, that's it for us. Yeah. We're do a heckin' belief. Yeah, do you a belief. Do you a heckin' belief. And until next time, goodbye. Goodbye. And this is Hex Files, hosted by Joshua McWilliams. And Tamara Cunningham. And produced and edited by the same motherfucker, Joshua McWilliams. And the end. You're still listening to this? Interrupted by Floki. Interrupted by Floki. Producer Floki the cat. <laughs>